How's it going, guys? So this is a tricky question for immunology. There's a lot of fucking detail we could discuss with regard to all these answer choices, but I'm going to stay concise, nothing superfluous, not waste our fucking time, just increase your score, tell you exactly what you need to know. So before we get started, please subscribe my channel. I really appreciate it. Give the video a like, really appreciate it. Find me on Instagram, melman underscore medical, M-E-H-L-M-A-N underscore medical. The link is down below. Find me on Telegram, recently created a Telegram group and channel. Links are down below. Now let's start the fucking clip. So we've got a two-year-old boy. He's had five Staph aureus skin infections since birth with no pus at the site of infections. He has persistent high white blood cells, leukocytosis, despite absence of infection. Periodontal examination shows erythematous and edematous gums. Questions just asking the most likely mechanism for this patient's findings. So let's just hop through the answer choices here. Choice A, deficiency of adenosine deaminase, wrong fucking answer. This refers to autosomal recessive SCID, severe combined immunodeficiency syndrome. Should be noted that most of the time, SCID is actually extinct recessive, which would be due to mutation in the common gamma chain of IL-2 receptor. Um, SCID is going to present with viral, fungal, protozoal, bacterial, all different types of infections, absent B and T cells. So uh, deficient B cells going to be uh, scanty lymph nodes, tonsils, deficient T cells, uh, absent thymic shadow. That just does not match up with this presentation here in any regard. Wrong fucking answer, as I just said. Choice B, deficiency of CD40 ligand. This is hyper IgM syndrome. Wrong answer. Question will give you a, a, a vague vignette. You're not really sure what's going on. They show you IgM is super fucking elevated. All the other immunoglobulins are low. The answer is just going to be deficiency of CD40 ligand. You need CD40L on the surface of your Th2 CD4 plus T cell to bind a CD40 receptor on the surface of plasma B cells in order to induce isotype class switching so that IgM, which is the first immunoglobulin produced by plasma B cells, can be converted into other types of immunoglobulins like IgG, IgA, IgE, etc. So choice C, deficiency of common protein C7, wrong answer. You need to know that terminal complement deficiency, C5 through C9, uh, that can cause recurrent nasarial infections, both gonococcal as well as meningococcal. I've made other questions on this stuff. They can give you uh, meningococcal septicemia, e.g. Waterhouse-Fredrickson syndrome. They can just give you recurrent gonococcal infections, either within a patient or a family. And then the answer can just be deficiency of C8 or deficiency of C7 or terminal complement deficiency or complement uh, immune deficiency. Very fucking high yield, okay? But the wrong answer in this case. Choice D, deficiency of LFA1 CD18 integrin is the correct answer. This is leukocyte adhesion efficiency. Now, instantaneously, some students get real confused because they rely on a very buzzy descriptor, which is OMG, delayed separation of the umbilical cord at birth. I'd say about half of questions on USMLE aren't going to mention in detail. You need to not use that as a crutch, okay? So in leukocyte adhesion deficiency, you get absent pus at the site of infections because the white blood cells, the neutrophils, cannot diapodes, they cannot leave the, ve the vessels. So you can't get pus at the site of infection. And also, uh, periodontal disease, this might sound weird in the question. This is actually something I've seen on NBMEs. And if you Google it, they mention that periodontal disease is classically seen in patients with leukocyte adhesion efficiency. Okay, so this is our correct answer. Uh, choice C: impaired conversion of hydrogen peroxide to hypochlorous acid. This refers to myeloperoxidase deficiency. Hypochlorous acid is bleach. Okay. Uh, question can also say deficiency of hydroxyl halide radicals. When we talk about the respiratory burst, 
uh, it's the last uh, enzyme in the pathway, okay? H2O2 goes to uh, bleach or hyper hypochlorous acid. Uh, US simile, it's more about the mechanism. If they mention in a question deficiency of hydroxyhalide radicals in the vignette, you'd have to know answer myeloperoxidase deficiency. Or if they just tell you in the stem, there's deficiency of myeloperoxidase, the answer in turn is choice you know, hydrogen peroxide, hypochlorous acid, okay? They're more about the mechanism rather than the actual presentation, which apparently can be increased susceptibility to candidal infections, but a normal candidal uh, skin test, because if you had an abnormal candidal skin test, that could be chronic mucocutaneous candidiasis, which is a totally different condition. Moving on, impaired generation of reactive oxygen species. Uh, this refers to NADPH oxidase deficiency, chronic granulomatous disease. So inability to convert molecular oxygen O2 into superoxide, okay? I mean, that's uh, susceptibility to catalase-positive organisms, okay? Staph, uh, Candida, E. coli, serratia, okay, et cetera. So very high yield, uh, NADPH oxidase deficiency, uh, diagnosed with uh, tetrazoleum blue assay is actually obsolete. They want you, they want you to know that uh, dihydrorhodamine test uh, as of NBME 15 slash 16 uh, offline, we're talking like eight years ago, uh, tetrazoleum blue assay is the wrong fucking answer. Uh, the dihydrorhodamine test is the correct answer for diagnosis. So that's it, guys. Uh, obviously, we could do a lengthy discussion on all this stuff, but I was just going to stay concise here. You know the deal. I'm going to continue making more content. If you like my stuff, subscribe to my channel. And I appreciate your time. That's it.